Welcome to another Homebrew Audio podcast. Record professional music and voiceovers on your computer. We'll show you how. Today's episode, How to Build a Home Recording Studio, Part 1. Hello and welcome to another Homebrew Audio podcast. Today we're going to talk about building a home recording studio. This is the first in a series of podcast episodes to walk you through how to build a computer-based home recording studio. The series will also show you how to get the best possible audio for the lowest possible cost. Setting up a recording studio on your computer. Part 1. What do you think you'd have to do in order to record and produce professional-sounding audio, whether that be music, voiceovers, etc.? Do you think you'd need expensive microphones, interfaces, and other gear? Most people do. Maybe you think the only alternative is to go to a commercial recording studio where the average hourly rate is $50. Well, you're not alone. Most people do. The truth is that with some basic knowledge, and not even hard knowledge, you can get professional-sounding audio with gear costing less than $100, assuming you already have a computer, a normal, everyday computer. Before we talk about gear and how to set things up, this is really important to know. Good audio is not guaranteed just because you bought a Neumann microphone and Pro Tools HD recording software. Regardless of your setup, if you know what you're doing, you can get decent audio from the cheapest gear. But lack of knowledge causes lots of folks to make crappy recordings, even with expensive gear. I'll give you four tips to do this. The getting the decent audio part, not the making the crappy audio part. First though, here's a disclaimer. Let me just say, better quality microphones and interfaces, which do cost more, can and do create audio that is superior to what you can get from the cheapest gear, but only if you know a bit about what you're doing. On the other hand, if you do know what you're doing, it is possible to produce better audio with a plastic PC mic than someone with no experience using a setup costing, wait for it, 100 times more. How can I be so specific? Because during the first Homebrew Audio podcast, we compared the sound quality of some spoken word stuff made with gear costing $5 against a setup costing $500. The result was obvious to even the most casual listener. The $5 studio was better. If you'd like to hear that for yourself, check out our post where there are two audio samples of what I'm talking about. Come to the site at www.homebrewaudio.com and click on the link in the nav bar that says $5 versus $500 mic. Or I could just play the two samples right here. Here's the first sample. Drawing with GPS on the Earth. That's right, you can draw with GPS on Earth, though it's not like conventional drawing or sketching. And here's the second sample. You don't want your blobs to be too small, too close to the center line either, because that'll mean you didn't record enough signal. And in order to compensate, you'd have to turn up the volume on everything, which means you'd also be turning up the volume on the noise. Now, neither one of these is very good. One of them is really bad. But even if you couldn't tell which one was recorded on which setup, what does that tell you? One of them was recorded on a setup that was a hundred times more expensive. Now let's get back to talking about building your own studio. If your primary purpose for recording audio is to create voiceovers, podcasts, or video narrations, The news is even better, because you'll need a lot less gear compared to a music recording studio, so the path to truly excellent audio quality is much shorter and less expensive. 
What are the basics of recording on a computer-based studio? Well, there's basically three steps. Number one, a microphone captures the sound. Number two, the sound is converted to ones and zeros, digital audio, by a sound card or audio interface. And then there's number three, a recording program reads the digital audio, allowing you to edit, save, etc. And the most important stuff often happens before the sound even reaches the microphone, such as preventing noise, for which we have a few important tips. First, let's talk about two studio configurations, though. We see computer recording studios as having one of two setup configurations. Configuration one is a microphone plugged directly into a computer, either via the sound card or a USB port. Configuration two is a microphone plugged into an interface box or other third-party device designed to accept a standard three-pin, called XLR, microphone cable. So the most basic of basic studios will be a computer microphone plugged into a computer sound card, configuration one, along with recording software on the computer. You can do that for about $5 if you're using a common plastic PC mic. That's what was used to record the $5 audio sample you just heard earlier. But it would be really hard to get pro quality audio from that. In fact, probably impossible. Okay then, how do you improve audio quality regardless of what configuration you use? The answer is all about the noise. Noise, noise, noise. First, we do as much as possible to prevent noise. Preventing it before the sound gets to the mic, then preventing as much of the internal noise as possible, like electronic stuff, buzz and the like, from the computer, cables, interface, etc. Then we reduce and or eliminate as much of the noise that inevitably does get recorded as possible using audio software. Why the emphasis on the noise? The goal of recording, say, a voice is to capture what that voice sounds like as accurately as possible. The more noise there is in the recording, the less of the pure voice you'll hear during playback. So the biggest enemy of good audio is noise. And I don't just mean hiss and lawnmowers and barking dogs and electrical hum and static. Noise is anything that is not the thing you are trying to record. That's called the signal. And it can also include echoes of the signal. This is usually referred to as room sound, which turns out to be the most common and oft-offending noise there is. Prevent the noise. In a perfect world, you'd have a great recording space where the room sound actually complements the signal. These types of spaces are rare, especially for those of us recording at home where we mostly use converted bedrooms and the like. The second best option is to have a vocal isolation booth treated with materials designed to absorb echoes to dampen room noise, allowing you to record only the signal. If you can't build or buy a properly treated booth, the next best thing is to probably use the products that help block or otherwise interfere with room sound noise. There are several products like the SC Electronics Reflection Filter that are made of acoustic affecting materials that mount on microphone stands. In the next installment of this series, we'll take a look at some examples of the booths and baffles mentioned above. See you next time. That's it for this episode. Tune in next time for another Homebrew Audio podcast and learn how to become an audio ninja.